0: Hey guys, this is Lucia at Transformed by His Word. And this is our first official um, episode. I have the pilot done. That went great. Um, There was one thing um, I did say that is incorrect. So I want to backtrack and make that correct. Um, I mentioned that I have two kids on that one. And in reality, I don't have two kids. I have four. I kind of lost my train of thought. I'm a little nervous doing these. So what I was going to say was, I have two kids that are still in high school and two kids that are graduated. So there, <laughs> that's done. So on today, we are going to be talking about how to read your Bible. And this topic is um, a little touchy different people have different ways of doing it. Um, I don't think there's a good, better, best way to do it. I think whatever feels comfortable to you, the point is to read your Bible. Um, But I wanted to kind of introduce to you what the Bible is, why read it, um, and how to do that. So we'll start with The Bible has two parts. It has an Old Testament and a New Testament. Um, The Bible is actually a collection of 66 different books. The Old Testament is the history of humanity starting on the first day of creation when God decided, you know what, I'm going to create things. And he started creation. And then the New Testament is um, church history. And it starts with the genealogy of Jesus. So... um, where he came from, who his ancestors were all the way back to Adam and Eve. So that's how your Bible is separated. Um, there are many ways to read your Bible from what I call the Russian roulette. So that's when you're like, I don't know where to read. I'm just going to open it and wherever it opens, that's what I'm reading today. Um, and then there's deep, intense dives. Um, which those include like learning uh, Old Testament languages and different words and having vines and having um, all sorts of different books that will tell you what the original word was and um, history studies on the specific area that you're studying. So there's a lot. There's... um, People, like I said, the Russian roulette, where you just open and you read what's there and hoping that it says something to you. I don't like that way. <laughs> um, I don't think you get that much out of it because um, you just don't know what you're reading. You know, you can read a verse and have no idea of the context, um, have no idea of what's going on in the era or what it was talking about, and I feel like there's a lot of misinterpretation that happens like that. I'm not saying that God cannot use one verse to speak to you at any given day. Um, what I'm saying is, if you're going to do a study of the Bible, um, I think it needs to be in the context of what you're studying. So, Um, If you are a new believer and you don't know where to start, um, I always suggest Proverbs. Um, And the reason I suggest Proverbs is because there's 31 Proverbs. So if you read one proverb per day based on the date of the month that you're in, it's a very easy way to create a habit. So let's say you start August 1st. Right. And you read uh, chapter one and chapter two and chapter three and you're doing really good. And then you don't read for a couple of days instead of like beating yourself up and being like, ah, I'm a total loser. I can't go back. I don't know where to start again. You just pick it back up and you look at your calendar and you're like, oh, today's the 10th. I'm going to read Proverbs 10. Um it kind of takes away the guessing game of what you read. So that's what I suggest. Proverbs, um, read through the whole Proverbs. Uh, they say that it takes like 20 something days to create a habit. Uh, there's 31 Proverbs. Just start there. Create that habit. Once that habit is formed and you are like, okay, uh, my Bible study is that 8 a.m. or 10 a.m. or 2 p.m. or 10 p.m., whatever, right? Um, and you have carved that time to sit down with the Lord and read his word. You've created that pattern in your mind, and your heart. Then you can move on to something a little bit different. Okay, so you've already read through the Proverbs, which is a great read, by the way. Um so you've got this habit formed. Um, go to Matthew, starting Matthew, which is the very first book of the New Testament. Um, you read one chapter a day. There's 260 chapters in the New Testament. So now you are reading through uh, the history of how Jesus got here, what he did for you, how the church was formed. Um There's a lot, a lot of really good information. And I say do one chapter a day because that gives you um, enough information for you to read through once, twice, three times a day. But it also um, allows you to just have that... um, connection of what it is that that verse is saying or that chapter is saying without taking it out of context because you know the context of what you're reading. Um, so one chapter a day uh, gives you time. If you find, you know what, I want to study the Bible for one hour a day or 30 minutes a day, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm actually a firm believer that you read your word kind of like you would read it, you know a love letter. You pick it up, you read it, and you put it down and you think on it. Um, I'm not saying that that works for everybody, but it works for me. So one chapter doesn't take very long, five minutes, right? But if you're like, okay, I kind of want to sit down and spend an hour uh, reading the Bible, then you'll have time to really dig deep into what that chapter is saying. Um, You can go and look at, like what I was saying before, you know, doing a deep dive into um, vines and different words and what was happening in that era. Um, Because it's the New Testament, history-wise, you're going to be able to find a lot of information in other sources, not just the Bible, that tell you, yeah, this this was happening. And... This was in this person was in power and this was going on. So, if you decide to do one full hour, you'll have time to like really, really dig deep and get into a lot of information. The other thing I would suggest is um, if you decide to do a long time Bible study every day, spend a lot of that time in prayer. You know, you open up. Asking God to open your eyes to what he wants you to learn. You ask him to reveal something new. um, And just listen. Um, Reading the Bible is not just about obtaining information. Which you will get that. But it's not just about that. It is also about sitting down and listening to what God is saying to you through those verses and how do you apply with these verses to your life? So one of the things that I tell my teenagers um, because I teach teenagers is whenever you read a passage in the Bible, um, think about what was the concept Um, that's the first thing, what is it literally saying and how can you apply this in your life? OK, um, those three things are like the things if you don't know how else to study, just just do those and God will really move in your life with that. Um, OK, so you have read through the Proverbs, you have read through the New Testament, and now you're ready to get some really Hardcore stuff, right? <laughs> um, so I would say move to the Old Testament. At this point, you have a very good foundation. Um, you can read more than one chapter a day because you know how much time you've got. You've decided how long you're going to spend um, in the presence of God. I would suggest three chapters a day when it comes to the New, the Old Testament. Um, that way, you can read through the entire Old Testament in a year. Um, three chapters is still not like super, super long. Well, some of them can be very long, um, but it's not long in the sense of it'll take you an hour to read it. Um, you can get it done within 15 minutes, um, start to finish. So, um, I suggest that you find your own rhythm. Um, there's a lot of books and people that tell you that you have to do an hour and you have to do it in the morning and you have to do it this way and that way and all this other stuff. And you don't, you really, really don't. Um, So to me, Jesus is my best friend. So with that said, I don't have a set time that I meet with him. Um, I do have a regular Bible study that I do before I get out of bed, but because he's my best friend, I talk to him all day long, I think of the scriptures that he has given me that day, I think of um, the things that I'm learning at church, I think of the things that I'm learning in my personal studies, or in my group studies, or, you know, so this is a relationship, guys, we are not trying to check mark, okay, I've read New Testament, check, I've read Old Testament. Check. I've read my Bible every day. It, it's not about that. It is all about creating that relationship with Jesus. Um, creating that time where you can sit, where you can sit down and say, "Okay, Lord, what do you have for me today? Um, speak to me. Tell me what um, what you want." So. Um, After that, you have a very, not only foundation, you've read through your entire Bible, Um, it's taking you about two years to do, but you have clear concepts, and you have created um, a time, and that's the most important part, is the, um, the time that you spent with Jesus. So then after that, uh, I mean, there's devotional books, um, there's Bible programs. I've done a Bible in a year program. I got to tell you, I wasn't really happy with that just because there's just so much when you try to read the Bible in a year that you're not. You're just reading a lot. You're not getting like a lot of stuff out of it. Um, But. You know, I know some people that have done a Bible in a year program and they love it. Um, I believe that taking it slow and allowing the Holy Spirit to talk to you directly from his word and not by third parties is important, Um, especially first time you study the Bible in full. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the great theologians that have uh, been before us and the knowledge that they have and Um, The stuff that they give us, they're great things. And I think they're men of God and women. (laughs) Um, But I think there's something valuable whenever you sit down with the Bible and just, just sit there and listen. And God is so good. He will speak to you. Sometimes he won't speak to you the way you want Um, sometimes he won't say what you want him to say. Uh, He won't answer the way you want him to answer, but he's faithful and he'll be there for you and with you through this process. Um, The other thing I wanted to say is if you start reading your Bible and you decide, you know what, I am going to do all of Proverbs or New Testament or Old Testament, whatever it is you decide to do. And you don't do it for a few days. And you're like, man, I'm such a loser. I have totally failed. Don't let the enemy keep you from going back to your original goal. Don't let him. He'll try. He will try. And you can just be like, no, no, my God loves me. And he wants to spend time with me because he does. And just go back at it. There is no condemnation. Just Grab your Bible and start all over or start back where you were, um, however, you want to do it. Uh, just, I'm here to encourage you and say, don't allow uh, external voices or internal voices to tell you that you just haven't done it in such a long time that God doesn't want you to do it anymore. Um, God always wants you to read his word, he is always wanting to have that relationship, that time, that intimate time between you and him. So those are the easy ways to start a Bible study, if you will, um, journey through reading your Bible on a more constant, uh, regular basis. Um I have put a list together of important verses to memorize and while you begin this journey. And I'll put them up here. Um, the first one, you guys know I love this verse. Everybody should memorize this verse, and it's 2 Timothy 3:16 and 17. It tells us that the Bible came from God and it's good for our day-to-day life. Day to day, all the time. God did not make you and said bye figure it out um he didn't he didn't think of the bible as the manual um and i know a lot of guys don't read their manuals whenever they're putting a piece of furniture together i get that but most of you when you don't do that you have to go back to it at some point to try to figure it out um you don't have to figure it out god has given you a manual Um, of how to live your life, and what he expects of you, and what he wants from you. So what's the point of guessing? You have it right there. He gives it to you. Um, So that one, love that verse. Love, love, love that verse. That is the verse that started this, really, is just the idea of letting people know that the Bible is good for your everyday life. It's so important. Um, the next one I have for you is psalm twenty seven eight. Um, this verse is telling us that we need to seek his face. And when he says, Seek my face,' he's not like, you know, he's he's invisible, so it's not like, oh, it's some mystical, weird thing. no, no, no. Seek my face means get in the word. Seek my presence. Like be quiet and listen to what I'm trying to tell you. Um, do what I'm telling you to do. Just seeking to know his mind and what he wants from you. Um that's what he means by seek my face. It's not a weird, you know, whatever thing. It's just you obeying what you're learning, but you can't learn it if you're not reading your Bible. So Seek your face. Seek my face is what God says. The next one I have is James 1.5. He tells us there that we can ask for wisdom. Get this. We can ask him for wisdom. And then he's going to grant us that wisdom if we ask for it. Now, he's got some things there. You need to go find this verse and, and see what I'm talking about. I'm not giving you the verse, but there's some uh, stipulations there. But he does say, if you ask for wisdom, I will grant it. The next one is Psalm 119.97. And I'm putting these all on the video, you guys. Um, And as the week goes by this week, I will post them one at a time on the social media. So you guys can go back to and refer to them. Uh, Psalm 119.97 says we need to learn how to love his law and think on it all day. So when we read the Bible, we learn what his law is, what he expects from us. Um, But it doesn't stop there. We need to think on these things all day. Um, We need to think about it and Figure out how it applies in our lives. And um, that important verse right there. We we need to be able to not only remember what he's saying, but actually do it. Right? And think about it all the time. Deuteronomy 6.2. We are instructed to fear the Lord and keep his commandments. When we understand who god is there is a good fear that comes from that um when we understand that he is the god of the universe that he did create everything that he holds our lives in his hands every breath we take comes from him that that's like yeah i'm i'm going to do what he says cuz he's mighty and i'm not um and i need him to survive. Every breath. (laughs) Um, So we need to learn to fear the Lord. And this is not like I'm scared he's going to zap me, which he could. But it's um, that healthy fear that you have to, let's say that good teacher that you really liked or your parent that was really, really nice. um, You were scared to letting them down. That's the kind of fear that we're talking about here is I want to do what he wants me to do because I don't want him to be mad at me kind of thing. (laughs) Um, So the last one I have is 2 Corinthians 5.17. Um, And on that one, it talks about us being a new creation. Um, If you're a Christian and you have said yes to Jesus, you have been saved, you're a new creation. What that means is... Those sins that you had in the past, um, they have no power over you. It was explained to me once that, they, that that old creation, that old person was like little zombies trying to get back into your body or back into your brain. Um, but you're a new creation. You have power over that. Uh, and that's really freeing. That is really freeing. Um, so that is uh, my spiel for today. I hope you all like these and uh, that you come back. I'm going to be uh, dropping these once a week um, on Mondays. And um, if you have any questions, as usual, uh, L at Transform by His Word. Dot .org Next week we're going to be talking about salvation. Um if you are a Christian and you've been saved, you should have a pretty good understanding of what this is. If you're not a Christian and you're here listening to me because you love my voice, not. <laughs> you love my blabble? Oh, probably not. Um but you're here for unknown reasons which I know it's the Holy Spirit, but we'll call it unknown reasons. Um, I will talk about what salvation is. Uh, In the Christian circle, salvation is like a big buzzword. Um, So next time around, I will explain to you what that is, why you do that, um, and, and what is it all about anyways. So that is it for today. Again, if you have any questions... Or if I said something that you think it's wrong or controversial, or I misquoted something, um, I am a life learner. So just send me an email, lgoss at transformedbyhisword.org. And let's open a conversation. Let's chat about it. I can be wrong. Um, Sure, I'm human. I'm learning. And if I'm wrong, I'll correct myself. Um, So, yeah, just let me know and we'll chat later. Thank you, guys. Bye.